Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. And welcome back to the second hour of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Well, looks like we have some sunshine poking through, and that's great because right after this show, I'm heading to Blue Ridge to the rodeo. And you don't want to go to the rodeo in the rain. Trust me. That's not a lot of fun. And that giggle that you heard in the background is one of my very good friends and plots. And Anne is in the studio because we are going to take your living room, your bathroom, your bedroom, your kitchen. We're going to turn it up a notch. We're going to freshen it up with just a few things, she says. And not an overhaul. No room needs an overhaul most of the time. So Anne said she has a couple of tricks of the trade up her sleeve, and she can freshen that room. So if you have a tired, boring room that you're just kind of over and you avoid, uh, give us a call, 404-872-0750. That's 404-872-0750. I have seen Ann work miracles over the phone with decorating uh, dilemmas. So maybe that can happen for you this hour. So Ann, what's the number one thing that you would say that the quickest, maybe the cheapest way to freshen up a room? Add color. 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 Bright color. Well, I'm kind of scared of color. color. I'm Miss Beige. Right. Look, I'm kind of wearing a neutral (laughs) color today. (laughs) Oh, well, color on the walls, color uh, in art, color in accessories. Um, I think if you can throw uh, a punch of color, sometimes it's bright yellow. It could be citrus green. I mean, in a black and white, let's say you like black, white, and beige. If you just throw that citrus green, that lime green, and you know how good looking, that looks good with clothes. Now, are you talking an accent wall or all the walls? Accessories. Okay. Uh, Have it in art. Uh, Have it in pillows. Somewhere that it comes in the room and identifies itself. Okay. Uh, So your walls can be your neutral zone, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. then you are punching it up with your accessories. Mm Mm-hmm. And they don't. You're, you don't have to break the bank with these accessories. No, and um, I would try to do it on the cheapest that you possibly can. That's kind of a fun game to do that. You know, shop flea markets, shop the seventy-five percent off sales. Just always have your eye peeled for color and things that are really going to make a difference in a room. Okay, we're heading into the <laughs> fall and few months winter the darker season would you even go with these bright colors during the fall and winter i think so but you know one of the least expensive things you can do is change throw pillar colors or bring uh, some found object in it, it could be a glass bowl i know uh, i walked into an interior one time down at the beach and there was a gorgeous 
aquamarine bowl, glass bowl, and it was in sort of a white and creamy looking room. And my eye just went right straight to that. And I thought she knew exactly what to get. Then I found out she picked it up at a garage sale for $5. I thought it was about a $150 bowl. So one piece can actually bring the whole room together. Yeah, right. Okay, just look for these things. You don't have to break the bank, adding accessories. So what are the places around town? Go ahead and name some names. What are the places around town do you like to shop for accessories? Oh, like Tuesday morning. um, Let me think of those other ones. TJ Maxx, um, Ross, all of those that... You know, they buy they buy out inventory uh, from the previous year. So you can go in and just you can see that things are marked down from, say, two hundred dollars to thirty five dollars. And usually maybe there's one of a kind or mm-hmm. whatever. But don't be afraid to mix patterns. L- let's say you decide to put some of that bright pear green sort right. of limey color. Well, look for thing. Look for several pillars that do not have the same design but have the same color. You bring in more texture and pattern. That's like bringing art on your sofa. Okay, so keeping the color the same but the pattern's mm-hmm. different. Right. Okay, now you love animal print. I and, do. And you see animal print as a neutral. Right. So would you throw an animal print in that mix? Oh, I would in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I would in a minute. (laughs) I'd put it on the floor. I'd put it on a chair. I would put it on a pill. I'd put it on you if you were walking by. (laughs) (laughs) Now tell everybody your squint test. Okay. When you know something is sort of wrong in the room and you can't figure out, uh, let's just say you just keep moving things around you need to look at your room through a squint and what pops out in that squint is not balancing off with what is in that room. I do the squint. Well, I'm retired now from design, but I did the squint test all when every time I was putting together a big job, I'd put the fabrics all out, then I'd squint. And if something popped out as too strong a color on too large a piece, or maybe it would look right to the natural eye, but it's got to go in and blend in the room. So you don't want to make the mistake of choosing something that then you've got to choke it down. Right. So that's Squint test works. Okay. So you just pull that one out. Now you could still maybe use that as a pillow or a footstool, but just not in a large space. Okay. Now people stress about art all the time. Mm -hmm. They feel like, or I know I do, I feel like the art on the wall needs to be things that could be hanging in the high museum. Um, (laughs) Well, that's nice if you can afford (laughs) it. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a lot of bare walls. So uh, tell us your theory on art. Okay. I love art. As a matter of fact, in my house, it's floor to ceiling. I mean, there's no more room for any more I'm art. glad I'm not dusting your house. No, no, I don't think it's been dusted in about a year. And uh, okay. Now with art, I think it's very charming to have overscaled art, large canvases. I like groupings and collections. Now in collections, it could be black and white photography. It could be flowers. It could be a theme that works together. Um, You can do a lot with frames. Um, I grew up with my parents having this large back porch that was glassed in and they did 
floor-to-ceiling portrait uh, artwork, well, photography from the family. Mm -hmm. And my family was a political family, so they had a lot of people shaking hands and, you know, us from a tiny baby on up. But it just went all the way up to the ceiling, all the way down to the floor. So it was an interesting thing when people would come through the house or whatever they loved going out on that porch and just looking at all the art. So you can do that with family uh, pictures. Uh, I think Margot had red frames. She she did hers in all red frames. So you could just get inexpensive frames from wherever and spray them red, spray them lime green, or whatever you're doing, and you just put together a collection. And it just makes it makes it interesting. So if I'm understanding correctly, every, when you're doing groupings, they need to have a common denominator. Right. right. Like, like the frames are all the same. Yes. Or they're black and white. Black and white. Or, or if they're color, you can do funky things with frames. I mean, you could give it to your children and let them each one paint something three different colors. I mean, there's a lot of... Um, color dynamics that can be done with a grouping with not necessarily what the subject matter is okay when you're when you're hanging artwork going upstairs mm -hmm. what is your rule of thumb that can always be tricky i always start in the middle and then go up and come down and uh, that that's when it's nice to have a professional installer too because they know what they're doing. So let's just say you're doing a backhaul and you don't want a professional installer and you've got to figure it out. The best thing to do is try to do the frames about two inches apart. And you will need to look at your negative space that is happening. So in other words, you'll see your positive space, which is your photography right. or whatever the subject matter is. But the negative space is all that around it. Okay. And what is the rule of thumb when you're hanging artwork? Because I feel like I walk into places and it it's hanging too high. It's like suspended in air. Well, you know, the old saying is eye level. Well, I'm 5'2". I think <laughs> I've maybe gone down to five one and a half. So if somebody's 6'2", is at eye level, and I'm 5'2", at eye level, we're obviously we're 12 inches off. I think that... Um, strike sort of a middle i don't like art too low and i don't like it too high my eye as a designer knows where to tell you where to go i don't know how to tell you i just know how to get it on the wall and read it to where it needs to go but once again you need to look at your negative space now i just fi finished hanging art you know i'm newly married yes congratulations to this you. handsome gentleman sitting, sitting here right over here and jim and i are reworking his house in highlands and so we came to the point that we were putting up all the art and so I hung something, and when I was doing it, I kind of chuckled because all of the perfectionist-type people would mm -hmm. come in and say, you don't hang something large over something smaller. But I did. And if I'd have done it in the reverse, it would have looked ordinary. But I did it the opposite because of uh, the bottom smaller one had a black image of some horses i think and the top had camels coming across it was larger but it was more of kind of camel color so the black negative background made that piece look larger than it was so so it was more of a stable foundation yes for the larger piece right right that makes a lot of sense yeah folks you can call in and ask um 
our designer a question, and it's free. She's not going to charge you a <laughs> consultation fee. 404-872-0750. 404-872-0750. You have questions about picking out furniture, drapes, lightings, what have you. This is your time. 404-872-0750. We'll be back with more uh, interior design questions from Ann Plotz right after this. Oh, back to Bolton to Thanks for joining us for another half hour of Atlanta Living, and I'm so glad that my much older, older uh, brother Rick is listening. That makes me so happy. Hi, Rick. It is Ann Plotz. So we miss you very much. Uh, you're listening to Atlanta Living, and we're taking your calls on how to spruce up that home of yours and just do a few things that can make the biggest difference and it's 25 minutes after the hour we're going to go to diane in loganville diane you're on wsb how are you today i'm doing really good thanks linda how are you good sweetheart what's your question okay um my home is a ranch style and it was built back in the mid 80s and all of my molding my crown molding all the door trim everything is still a wood stain and my husband still loves that look but i want to modernize the the look of the house a little bit so we've compromised i told him he could keep the living room and and the um kitchen and all the wood stained but i want to at least paint the molding in the bedrooms and the bathroom white but i don't, I don't the problem is my doors down the hallway i don't know where to break break that paint at on the on the trim does that make sense? Do I paint the door that's on the inside, like in the bedrooms, do I paint the back of the door white and leave the doors that face the hallway the brown? I don't know if it would even work. I don't know. Okay, it's Ann. I'm going to answer your question, dear. How are you today? I'm doing really good. Thank you. Good. You? Doing well. Okay. The, the sort of rule of thumb on that is that you, you paint the door the color of the room when the door is closed. So let's say you're going to do it, paint it white trim in the bedroom. The door on the inside that is a part of the bedroom would be that color. Okay. Now, um, I want to just give you some thoughts. Uh, not that I'm saying you have to do this. But if you want to make your rooms look larger, finer, more expensive, and, and really have that designer touch... You need to paint the walls the same color as the trim. Yeah. Yeah. It oh. really works. And I know when I discovered that many, many years ago and started doing that with clients, they were so afraid that it was going to draw it in or make it look like it was closing in. And after it finished, after we finished doing it, they went, what, what happened? Look at that. When you paint molding white, it draws a line around the room. So your okay. eye will go to a, mm -hmm. a line coming around the room. So I don't know if you could talk your husband into painting the walls off-white and the molding off-white and see what all that looks like, but it's a beautiful look. Wow. That's something to think about, something Diane. something to think about. Okay, well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you for your call. More advice coming your way on Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living.
Sponsored by Inc. Realty. When it's time for your next move, choose Guaranteed. And welcome back to Atlanta Living, folks. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. And can you believe we are only two weeks away from the first UGA football game <laughs> of the season and the start of the Kirby Smart era and never fail. We are going to be the home of the dogs. And you can hear every game right here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB with our pregame and postgame shows. So we'll be right here for all of your dog needs. But right now, we're going to fix up your home so you can host those football parties. I have Ann Plotz, uh, one of my great friends and favorite people in the world and she's an interior designer extraordinary she tries to retire but i keep pulling her out (laughs) and uh, bringing her back because she has so much wisdom just in her little pinky and uh, so she's taking your calls at 404-872-0750 that's 404-872-0750 and just small little things you can do to your home to make such a difference and liven it up and we're going to speak to, uh, I think it's uh, Genevieve in Dallas. Genevieve, you're on WSB. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. Good. What's your question for Ann? Uh, our son lives in uh, South Florida. They purchased a new home, and they have a home office just as you enter the front door. Of course, our son needs the office for workspace. He'll have a desk in there. Which we want it for, uh, for when we go and visit for a, a bedroom as well, but we don't want it to appear as a bedroom. I want to know about the quality of sleeper sofas, or is there another way to achieve a bed without looking like a bed? Genevieve, that is the perfect spot for a sleeper sofa. And listen, the styles nowadays are textured and not all flowery and you know looking like a bedroom and I would suggest that you come into something that you can either do them in leather you can do them in some tapestries that are what I call smart sophisticated look but the sleeper sofa is the best thing because it folds down and it can be a double to a queen size bed. Anything else you do, you don't want a trunnel bed. That's too little girl looking. Do you like futons or not? No, you okay. can't sleep and, and on that. I'm Kids too, like of it. Of course, we're older, so we're we're concerned about the comfort. Yes, of the sleepers now, or even a sleeper chair. They're, they're they come in chairs too. Right. Well, you know, when I think of a sleeper chair, I think of going to sleep in the hospital. <laughs> I've always had to go to the chiropractor after that. So (laughs) I would say do the sleeper sofa. And um, let me just tell you something about the quality. When you start buying a sleeper sofa, you don't really want to buy the cheapest one that you can find because where you're going to lack is in that mattress that is in that. So the fact that it will have springs and uh, a mattress that is comfortable is is the difference in that. Now, the grade of the fabric that you buy will make a big difference, too. Leather is the highest thing you can buy. Then some of the tapestries, and you can get down to some some other type fabrics that are more affordable. But if I were going to put money in something, I would I would put it in a middle-grade fabric to hire. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Thanks so much for your call. And uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Tanya and Marietta. Tanya, you're on WSV. How are you today? I'm well. 
So I live in a 1985-built brick ranch with brown judges paneling in the living room, a vaulted ceiling. We added four canned recessed lights, and uh, LED lights, and I had them placed on a dimmer. But I'm wondering two things. I need suggestions on artwork, but should I paint the room? Well... Dear, I love painted rooms. <laughs> you like, the wrong you person. Got the, I mean, if you want to stick with the stain, stain is pretty in libraries and uh, things like that. But, you know, you're telling me 1985, and I can just see exactly what people were doing in that period. Sometimes the stain judges paneling makes a room look small and closed in. Once you start painting something, you're going to have to go all the way up in that cathedral ceiling. You don't stop off at one level and then, you know, have your stains. So you need to consider that when you do it. Uh, Another thing is that if you start painting, don't get into the bright whites. You need to be more into sort of a khaki taupe type color, something that's a little bit softer, because once it starts coming around the four walls, it's going to look real bright. You uh, need to look at how many windows. Now, you've told me cathedral ceilings, so that lets me know the room breathes. And so if you've got good vistas out your window, you know, you want your walls to be soft. Now, if you heard the caller, two callers before, I told her, paint the walls the same color as you do the judge's paneling. And so, you know, sort of a pretty creamy taupe would be pretty. Don't go into anything that is too gray, too brown, but maybe kind of more like a khaki pants color would be pretty. Okay, now the... Only other area, so it's a long rectangle. Okay. And one side of the fi- the fireplace is on the long wall. And okay. There's a screened-in porch on the outside mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. The left side of the fireplace, which is still brick, is uh, double French doors. Mm-hmm. And then the right side is two double-hung floor-length windows. Okay. But it is a screened-in porch, and I have two skylights out there, so I get some light. Right. But... I'm just, I'm still very unsure about just whether I should paint it or not, because there's no going back. Paint it. Okay. <laughs> paint it. Even if I open the room up and redo yeah. the kitchen. Yeah, paint it. You will okay. love it. If you paint it sort of a khaki pants color, you will absolutely okay. love it. Number one, it's going to open it up. It's going to look better and better. And do not paint the brick. Whatever, I don't care what the brick looks like. Do not paint the brick. Let the brick be, is it natural brick? It is natural brick, but unfortunately the people before me tiled over the actual hearth. Okay. So unfortunately I can't really undo that without... that's fine. Do you like the tile? Yeah, it's very neutral. It's a, um, I think it's a travertine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that travertine will have pretty creamy Mm -hmm. colors in it. It's it's very simple and classic. mm -hmm. I think it will go with anything. Let me let me add something about your lighting in that room Uh because you're describing my living room and my mountain house. (laughs) Consider um, having some kind of chandelier or something up in that top part. You've got the recessed lights. It'd be nice to have an iron chandelier or an iron fixture coming down in that room. It just gives you another level of lighting and put it on a dimmer. So if it's not in the budget to do that right now, just put that on your dream list. Okay. Okay. Well, the dream list for now is redoing the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, and if there were another, if there were a lot of times, then I would get into the kitchen, but that may take a whole show. Right. Well, call back. I'll be back in maybe about uh, five weeks or six weeks. She has an open-door policy. (laughs) I will look for, well, I will listen for that. Okay, Okay, Miss Tanya, thanks for your call, and good luck. Paint, paint, paint. That's it. Do it. Do it. All right. Let's go to Dave in Loganville. We have a man on the line. Hello, Mr. Dave. (laughs) Hello, Belinda and Anna. It's sure great to hear your show. I I appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Um, I'm a professional artist who moved out east from way out west. And uh, my work has been uh, lots of animals, wildlife. I I love the birds out here. I just found a whole new world of birds. It just aren't even out there. But as I come out here, I, it's hard to find more traditional outlets. And I've just been trying to find designers and galleries that carry that. But I find a lot more abstract. And I, don't, I, I think it's beautiful, a gorgeous color. But I, I was wondering if you could kind of guide me about, you know, the traditional uh, art market out here. I, I, I don't have a taste for it. and I've been here about a year now. And so maybe you can... Uh, kind of give me some ideas on, on what the flavor is for the art world out here. Well, tell me your first name again. Dave. Dave. Dave, um, the designer is definitely the ticket. Um, the art galleries, the art shows, um, you know, Piedmont Park has the Piedmont Festival that you can rent a booth and show your product. Um, you just have to do a lot of marketing. Um, we have designer show houses, Christmas show houses. You can get a list of the designers that are, are in the be presenting things in those rooms. For years, I did the Christmas house and the uh, Atlanta decorator show house, and I had so many people calling me wanting to get their products in, and which was wonderful because it helped them and. They would do custom things for me for my rooms. Just whenever you can get anything in print or you may have to do some advertising. So it's not a hard market to break into. You've just got to see who the traditional people are. Just know your know your customer. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to think on my feet the best way. I think Um, we just missed the Piedmont. Yeah, Piedmont Arts Festival. I think it was last weekend. Last weekend, yeah. You got a year to paint a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I wish you a lot of luck. I'd love to see what your work looks like. Maybe you could shoot something to it, send a picture to uh, Belinda dot Skelton at coxradio dot com. Okay, Belinda dot Skelton at coxradio dot com. And then okay. also my Twitter, folks, it's WSB Belinda. I don't promote my stuff often enough, but if you want to follow me, folks, on Twitter, it's WSB Belinda, two Bs together, and I'd love to have you following me. And then my website, let's just get a few more in there, BelindaSkelton.com. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much. We're going to have to break here. And, Anne, it's been such oh, a pleasure to have you on. I love being with you. I love your call-ins are great, and I hope it encourages everyone to fluff up their houses. Fluff up your houses, folks. Anne Plotz, she's a dear friend and a wonderful designer, and I love your new husband, Jim. <laughs>
<laughs> He's precious. Okay, coming up next, Breaking Choose with David Danzig. Stay tuned. Now back to Belinda Skelton. Welcome back, y'all, to Atlanta Living. It's time for Breaking Choose. Now, this is our weekly check-in on all the -the up-to-the-minute breaking news about local restaurants, chefs, festivals. I'm here with our favorite foodie correspondent, David Danzig, of the website BitesAndSites.net, also a food writer for Atlanta Social Season Magazine, and, of course, BelindaSkelton.com. So it sounds like Pont City Market has popped its top, (laughs) David. Yeah. If you've been down to Pont City Market to eat in the sprawling uh, food hall, mm-hmm. or maybe just shopped at some of the retail stores there, you just haven't seen anything yet. It This just opened pretty recently. The roof at Pont City Market, it's called Skyline Park. It has to be the coolest scene in the city right now. You take a massive freight elevator, holds about 30 people, and then you just step right up, and it's a full carnival scene when you get to the rooftop. It's like Coney Island. You, j- you just have to see this yeah. um, to believe it. They have a three-story slide. You get on these pads. I mean, this is adults. This isn't just kids. Um, they have a whole row of old-time carnival gangs, uh, games like ring toss, skee-ball. Um, they have an 18-hole mini-golf course spread out, and it feels like a very boardwalk type of atmosphere. It's great for families by day and, and after dark it's really cool for uh, grown-ups and then it's definitely got the best skyline view of the city it's got just eyefuls of downtown midtown and buckhead it's operated by kelvin and mandy slater they they founded blue moon pizza so they're in charge of all the concession and the games they've got coney island style gourmet hot dogs these big pr- homemade pretzels barbecue pork sandwich they do this walking taco it's a sliced open bag of Fritos stuffed <laughs> with uh, barbacoa, which is a uh, braised um, uh, um, uh, brisket. Uh-huh. And they do carnitas. And so they put them in there with the Fritos and fresh avocado and sour cream. In the bag? In the bag. You walk around with the bag and you just scoop it out. Um, and then they do for dessert, you know, cotton candy, ice cream. It's very yeah. gourmet. And, you know, they do have great frozen drinks uh, made with uh, Four Roses bourbon. Mm. There's just a lot going on there. I also got a sneak peek. It's coming soon. Nine Mile Station. That's going to be a full beer garden sit down. Uh, concept upstairs that Kelvin and Mandy are going to op- operate. That's opening soon. I I got an eyeful. It's going to blow your mind. So Skyline Park, top of Pont City Market. I've got all the hours, admission, um, and information on BelindaSkelton.com. That place just does not it stop. It does not stop. Unbelievable. It's a gem in the city. Yes, Where can sir. we find you during the week, sweetheart? I am at bitesinsights.net, and you can follow me on all the social media at the same handle. I cannot wait to see what you uncover for next week. Yes, ma'am. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.